what's up what's up what's up what's up everybody this is the sugar hill gang podcast and you are being uh attended to by yours truly the m-a-s-t-e-r-d-g-e-e and i'm accompanied by my peoples what up diggity dig dig diggity no doubt baby Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda, yeah. And and T Dynasty, uh, affectionately known to me as Temp. T Dynasty. What's up, dude? Who that dude? Who that guy? Who that I don't know. <laughs> what up? And, what up? And, and 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 today, today, today is a true honor. It's a joy. It's a pleasure. It's lovely. Uh, yeah. you know, we we we're, we're spanning the globe to get Absolutely. with all of the kind of people that's making Absolutely. things happen. We're joined. By the one and only Omar. Yeah. Omar. Yeah. It's an honor. It's an absolute honor, boys. Your legends, well, you know, complete. So yeah, fantastic to get the chat. No, 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 Omar. Mm-hmm. Let me explain something to you, brother. I remember you. We're gonna we're gonna get into it right away. Mm-hmm. I remember at the Soul Weekender in Germany. That was the first time, and I heard you. You know, when I see, I'm into. You know, my thing is how a person sounds. You know, first I listen to how they sound. Then I go into how they present themselves. Then I look at how they how they are physically, the physicality of an individual, man. And you definitely got my attention. Very few people can get me to really watch. You know, a lot of times I start out watching somebody, and I'm not okay. I'm in I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go get me some tea. But you, hey, you got you're the genuine article, brother. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I, I do try my best to stand up. That's the first yeah. thing when I first started. Is that I have to stand up from the rest of the crowd, hence the hair, hence the piercings, it's the tattoos, as well as the music. You know what I mean? Because you've got to have something which lasts in somebody's head, in, exactly. in their memory and stuff. You know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's all part of, part of the image. So, but yeah, it's just a blessing, man. You boys are right. legends. Like, like I say, man, from I was so high, I don't want to mention how old you are or how <laughs> I, I am. You know what I mean? It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, right. Omar, hold on, hold on, Omar. So this is what we do with all our, our lovely people, and uh, we don't call folks guests, man. We call them people because we all people, man. One, one love, one nation, one world. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh, we ask all our people, "What's your Sugar Hills? What's your Rapper's Delight story?" So tell us the first time, uh, or you know, what was your experience with uh, Rapper's Delight? My first time would have been seeing you uh, on top of the pops. I think we yeah. have a program in 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 yes. called. Top of the Pops, it was every Thursday yes. evening, about 7 o'clock, yeah. 7.30, and it's just watching you guys rapping in the video as well. It's like the first yeah. time I saw a video. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was that kind of thing. So I, I don't want to say how old I am. Do you know what I mean? But it was back then. <laughs> okay. I think the top TVs the had tubes in them. Yeah, Top of the Pops. So I, I, listen, I remember doing that performance. Right. We performed... We performed at a in a pool. This is let me tell you a real quick story about this. Okay. It was a wave pool. So we're talking about early, early, early eighties, okay? Right, right. All right. So it was first of all, it was my first experience in England. That was the first thing. Second of all, it was this pool, you know, I'd been in pools, I used to swim all the time. But the pool was making waves. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you got to remember now, I'm, I, I keep it 100. I let people know. I was 18 years old wow. the first time I came to England. Yeah. Wow. The first time I came to the UK was 18 years old. Fresh out of high school, not really traveled. So it was like being on a, you know, in, in outer space because first I was in England and then 
I was in a pool that was making waves inside. <laughs> it was mind blowing. Right. And they filmed it, you know, so that sure. and that performance was the top of the pop performance that you saw. So right. yes, Fantastic. man, I, yeah. I remember that. That's yeah, incredible, yeah. man. Both parts of yeah, my childhood. It, it, yeah, man, definitely. You know, your your history is deep too, though, man. You you got a lot of you got a lot. You come from a a a, a lineage, man. Your yeah. your dad, Brian, he's a drummer. Yeah, By Byron, yeah, he was a, Byron, he's a, a, a reggae drummer. He played with Doris Troy. Uh, yeah, Bob Andy Marcia Griffiths, as well. Uh, and then he set up his own uh, record label in the seventies called uh, Congo Dance, and it was mainly for uh, reggae acts. So it was, yeah, my dad had a band called uh, Jalion, and my little, my little brothers had a uh, a kid band called Burning Bush. Is well. this the one that's the uh, Professor Scratch? Yeah, uh, Scratch, Scratch Professor. Yeah, yeah, when he was tiny and he, was, he used to like mix for DMC competitions and stuff like this. But in the reggae band, okay. he, played, he played keyboards. Um, wow. So everything was all reggae by that time, you know, by, my, by the time my dad set it up. But then I came along when I was 16 and I started playing, playing uh, uh, like funk and soul. I was listening to Jeff Lorber. Of course, I was listening to oh, Stevie, yeah. Stevie, you know, yeah, Stevie Wonder as well was a big. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I hear you're a big Stevie Wonder fan. Right, That's right, you know what I mean? So my dad was like, well, it was a good time for us to go into the, the soul direction, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, my, yeah, all bits of my family are into my music. Um, Scratch Professor still produces with me. He um, co-produced my last album, Loving Beats. Yes. Well. Yeah, he's always there, you know, in the background. My sister Sonia sings as well. Um, my other brother, uh, rest in peace, he was a drummer and an MC as well. So we all wow. had a little hand in, in the music, for sure. No, no, no. You know, it's evident, man. Uh, you know, and we talk about this all the time. You know, our roots come from, you know, music as well. You know, we, mm -hmm. we, we, you know, we grew up where everybody was in a band in our neighborhoods. And, right. you, know, you, you, you know, you had to... You had to play an instrument, and you had to be good at playing an instrument. You know that 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 resonates in the music, and and uh, one of the things that, that 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 I look at, and we all talk about, is longevity. And I feel like a person like yourself, the reason why you've had such a successful career over such a period of time, is because of the fact that you have deep roots in the actual creation of music. Right. Absolutely. I. I. I you know, the first thing. Um, the first single I ever put out, after two weeks of hearing this music, I effing hated this song so much. I was like, if I ever make any music ever again, I have to make something that I'm going to like to listen to. Because if I'm going to, you know, you're stuck with that for the rest of your life. Imagine the rapper's delight not sounding like that. Hello. But it was number one and you're going to do it again. Hello. You know what I mean? So I, I just said, right. I want to make yeah. music which is yeah. like, you know, like Marvin, like Al Green, like, right. you know. Right. Bob Marley, any, any kind of music which right. is from back in the day, but we're still playing it now. You know what I mean? That's just like the one credo that I ever said. And plus, uh, and we got uh, we got parties over here that we call um, uh, a shubi, a blues dance. So it's uh, it's the black parties, which is uh, after hours. They're selling illegal liquor and stuff, but the lights are off and stuff like that. You know when they put on the tune and then they rewind the tune because people say rewind that tune. That's the kind of music that I've, I've always been trying to make. Yeah, that's yeah. the one kind of thing. It's just amazing. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. You, know, you know, you just want that kind of song. Which you never have stuff. to worry about that, man, because every artist feels that same way. That something that they played, they don't like it. The rest of the world loves it, but they don't like it themselves personally. You sure. can't get them to play it, but if the, if the if the crowd asks for it, it's that thing. So Marvin mm -hmm. and all the rest of them. 
they all felt the same way about yeah, certain yeah, tunes yeah. that were the top of the the, the, the right. hush G. Because right. G is one of them same guys. Right. You know, we had a we had a club that we played. I forgot where we were. The people were so it loud. Was Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle. They Newcastle. wanted all the Sting's pizza. hometown. Yeah. Let me let me put that out. Put it Newcastle. Out. Sting's Newcastle. hometown. Soul Cajun. Mm -hmm. His dad worked at the shipyard in Newcastle. On yeah, that, that, yeah okay, keep it going. Sorry. Sting's my artist. Sorry. <laughs> no, but this guy, all he wanted was Sugar Hill B sides. And they went right. loud. I mean, of course, rappers are like kill the night. It was, it was, is what they wanted. But the B sides, they were screaming so loud we couldn't hear ourselves by the time we got to rappers. The yeah. Yeah. Look, 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 look. What, what's that for? Yeah, oh yeah, you just now, see, that. <laughs> I asked Omar since he's from across the pond. Do you remember songs like Hot Summer Day? No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't. thank you, Omar. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure I've heard it. I'm sure I've heard it. He's younger. <laughs> He, yeah, he, he wasn't on the floor. If you're talking about Newcastle as well, them boys, they're the crate diggers. You know what oh, I mean? They go to the back of the crate and stuff, and they find that, that beat that's and stuff. Works. They're up that's at 5 in the morning to queue at the, at the record store where, where they got the, the sales for the vinyls and stuff. Those that down for us, Omar. Does, does different places out there have a crate thing, and then do uh, uh, some people just followers? No, there's some followers in that. You know, my brother is, is one of those ones where he goes and he finds these obscure albums and stuff, and he finds the beat, but then he cuts it in such a way. And if then if you ask him where he got it from, he's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. Uh, I don't want to go into that. He won't tell you. There's, <laughs> you know what I mean? On pain of death, he would still not tell you where he got that music from. You know what I mean? And I, and I hear the, the same thing about the boys in the States. Right. It's just that kind of thing. It's that personal right. thing that they keep close to themselves. Right, right. Well, actually, actually, that's a that's a that's a DJ's creed. Like yeah. you, you find you find a break, and it and you make that break your own. <clears throat> excuse me, your signature. You know, those breaks become your signature. It's like right. you, you, you. Everybody will will come or come to see you perform or come to hear come to your parties because they know they're going to hear things. That they can't get anywhere else, right. and, and so you kind of live and die by the fact that you have the ability to find them beats, you know, right. and that's where and that's where that's at. So right. I, I and I and I can understand Newcastle being uh, uh, into that because it's it, Newcastle is a very different kind of it's a, it's it sets itself a little different from, let's say, uh, Croydon, you know, like yeah, Croydon, yeah. a little bit yeah. more you know funky and a little bit more like kind of. You it's know, colder out there. It's colder out there. They're gonna find some shit. Shit to do. They gotta. They gotta. They gotta find something to do. Yeah, they gotta go. They set themselves some goals. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, right. but but it really right. does, you know, d d define who they are. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it defines them. You know what I'm saying? There's a place. There's yeah, a place. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You've yeah. heard. You've heard of, you've heard of um, Northern Soul. Northern yeah. Soul, and yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to think. I can't think who. I mean, it's not my thing, but there were big ballrooms up north as well, kind of like running Newcastle area, maybe Leeds, maybe Bradford or something. But they're very yeah. famous ballrooms where people just used to go and shock out to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the music that you hear there as well. I'm like, I've never heard of these people in my life, but the music <laughs> is really funky. It's got something to it. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's only up yeah. north where it's colder. Right. Where they're gonna find right. that kind of stuff. Where they gotta find something to yeah. do. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> So listen, man. Listen, mm -hmm. listen. Um, 
where where are you where are you at man when it comes to uh what's going on in the world with people of color i'm, I'm gonna dig deep right now because uh you got history and you've been around for a while so i know you've been paying attention to what's happening and what's happening uh, out speak, there? speak 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 yeah speak 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 on that man for i don't minute. even know if I, you know i've been kind of i'm trying to keep myself back from it because it is such a contentious issue right now you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that happen with the George Floyd, the uh, Breonna Taylor and stuff. That's one thing. Then, mm -hmm. you know, there are, you know, the, the pandemic is another thing because obviously mm -hmm. it's affecting people overweight and of, of, of certain ethnic, ethnicities. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's just, man, I'm just, I'm a Libra, right? You know, I love to love and I love to be loved. You understand? I'm not into this thing of like shaming people or anything like that because I've got all people of all colors in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we all, you know, we all like march to the same beat. You know what I'm saying? So what's happening right now is, man, I, I, is everything going to finish right now? Is that why we had the, the floods, the fires, the pestilence, now this mm. disease as well carrying on? You know what I mean? And now we all, you know, that's the funny thing I was watching. Uh, you know, is it in the Civil War, the American Civil War, when he used to march into battle, you hear the guys with the drums and the piccolos, Right. I saw I saw a thing when it was the far right against the Black Lives Matter, and they were fighting each other. But I could hear the drums and the piccolos going in the background. I was thinking, yeah. Shit, what did I hear in a time machine or something like that? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, uh, well, at the end of the day, man, I'm just trying to feed my kids, make sure they got a roof over their uh, over their head, and you know what I mean? They, yes. they, and they, they got uh, you know warmth around them. You know what I'm, you know what I'm yes. saying? That's my yeah. main my main thing. Uh, my kids live in Brighton, which is... Uh, you know Brighton. You know Brighton. It reminds me a lot of San Francisco. It's that same yeah. kind of mood, that same kind of uh, beat that this, uh, the flow right. of right. down there. And that's right. where, my, that, where my kids are now. And I'm really happy that they're there. You know what I mean? Because it's complete... And London, is it's a whole other thing going on right now. It's like a small version of what's happening to you guys out there in the States. Right, right, but right, it's right. happening here as well. Okay. You know? That was going to be my next question, Omar. Yeah. It, 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 do you are you are you are you are you witnessing it, or is it is it present? Like you said, London. A lot of people don't understand. London to me is kind of like the European version or the uh, overseas version of New York. I've always yeah. told people yeah. that. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I love yeah. London. Uh, if 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 I could choose a place to live other than America, it would be London. Because right. yeah, right. and and I'm a, the reason being is one. I can move like I need to move in London, first mm -hmm. of all, you know what I mean? I got every world, I got every culture, that's the other thing. And then the other thing is, because we are international artists, I can get anywhere in the world from in, uh, from London. Uh, Heathrow, Gatwick, Luton, <laughs> any airport, and, 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 and the railways, you know, sure. we can get anywhere in the world. And the thing about it too is that I, I, I love I love, I love, I love the history. I love the history in the uh, in the buildings mm, in, right. in in London. It, yeah. it, I, I, I there, you know, we stay in Kensington a lot, and uh, yeah. uh, 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 we stay off, we stay off a place called um, uh, off a street Cromwell in uh, in in, in, uh, in, in uh, Kensington. Yeah, I in think Kensington. Yeah, yeah. It's right near the. It's right near the. Um, what's that? The. Um, what was that station, Diamond? What 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 was that? Oh. What was that train station in? Uh, oh uh, uh, man, that was you know what I'm talking about. Damn time. 
Yeah, I used to go there all the time. Anyway, mm. but right across from the from the from the the, the the house that we stayed in on Cromwell Street, there's a plaque on a building that Alfred Hitchcock actually lived right. in this particular building. Right. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. actually have a picture of that now. Well, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying that to say that London has got so much history in it, man, and and it, it, it's very. It's, it's interesting to me, and I'm curious because you are out there. Uh, 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 <laughs> why? What? What? What's, what's the effect on on that community? So yeah, so that's that's why well, I, I'm asking you. You know, there's a thing that happened. Uh, you know, they've been tearing down the, the statues and stuff that belong to the, mm -hmm. the plantation, plantation, the plantation. <laughs> You're trying to make me turn American. Um, <laughs> I mean, they had they, they had a spate of the same thing. Going on in, in in London, I think uh, by uh, uh, St Thomas's Hospital. There's a I, I, forgive my memory, but there's a another uh, another statue they wanted to tear down and stuff. But I mean, quite rightly so, because obviously they're honouring guys that were slave owners, you know, and that kind of thing. Right. I have total understanding in that, but don't get don't get it wrong. You know, I I, I was in LA for like six months in '93. I stayed in New York. As well, and one of the things that I was kind of proud of was being English. You know what I mean? There's certain yeah. things from England that I feel English about. I like my cup of tea, my like my okay. digestive biscuits. Yo, you know what I mean? You can't beat the English breakfast, man. And the English breakfast and you baked beans. Beat. I don't know what you lot got against baked beans, man. No, 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 no. I don't have no. No, no, no. Sidebar. Yeah. I got no, I love baked beans in the morning. Okay. Are you kidding me? Uh, all right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, a, lot of, a lot of people are, you know, they, they it's just that kind of thing. And, you know, to see the flag and stuff. Now, uh, when the, the flag has been used, it's been used by the, the racists, the, you know, the National Front, the British, the British Front and uh, people, people like that. But I, I'm, I'm like, let's claim that shit back. You know, we've been here long enough. We've contributed to this society <laughs> enough as well. You know what I mean? And it goes... Like you say, like you, you, you like the history of the place right. as well. And that's something to be proud of. You know what I mean? That it yeah. goes that far back. Obviously, there's dark bits of it. But come on, man. We, we're in the, it's 2020 now. We need to, like, man up and just say, right, this is how it is. Claim it, own it, and then just get, get rid of everybody else that's um, negative about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. Are you, are you dealing yeah. with, in, in London, the same uh, type of... Um, police situations that we're dealing with in America? Uh, some people have died in police custody. There, there, there's no lie. But, you know, there's certain things, uh, you know, uh, I know people that are teaching their kids certain ways to act mm -hmm. when the police stop you. And one of the things I would say would be not to resist arrest. Okay. You understand? Because a lot of stuff has come about because of resisting. You know, these motherfuckers right. are kind of trying to, right. you know what I mean? They're on the edge already. Right. Why yeah. give them? an excuse exactly because you know what I'm saying? I, i've been in positions man i've been stopped whereas they they try to provoke me you know right. what i'm saying yeah so yeah. but you have to remain calm because all they're looking for is, an, is a reason it's an excuse and i'll tell you something the only time that i've ever been stopped is when i've been fucking up you understand so i don't have that same i don't have that same sort of thing about, Oh, I was just walking down the street anyway. no man i was doing something that i needed to be stopped for so, so you understand if you yes i do if you could speak <laughs> and use this as a platform to the citizens and to the police, what would you say? Well, listen, man, this thing about the whole racism thing, um, 
throughout the police force, we have changed a lot. You know, there was a, a, a kid, Stephen, Stephen Lawrence, who got uh, murdered in, in 1993. And there was a whole thing about the police not doing their investigation properly because, because there was institutionalized racism within that. Since then, they've, they've kind of sorted that out. There's more, there's more people of ethnicity, ethnicity in the police force now. You know what I mean? So we're making strides in the right direction. Okay. Having said that, you know, there's always going to be the, you know, the, the few bad apples that are going to oh, spoil yeah. the cup. Sure. You understand? Yeah. But, but we need to be working together to make strides to come, overcome that. What I'm trying to say is just, I mean, you know, there's been lots of protests and stuff about it. Now, you know, like in the States, I think the only way to protest now is to vote. You understand? The Amen. voting is what's going to get you through that. All this going up and down and shouting at the police all the time, I'm kind of like, isn't that counterproductive? Because what happens when, you know, did you, I saw something where people got shot in during one of the, you know what I mean? There yeah. were shoot-ins during the rallies. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, that makes no sense. Now, who do you want to investigate? You or the police? Exactly. You know what I mean? So uh, that's kind of where, where I'm at. I've, I've right. been resisting all this time and you guys pulled it out of me. Right, right. Because I wanted to know. <laughs> yes, <brother. laughs> all right, now, get back into the music, man. Mm -hmm. we, we, we love to create. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate to be around these cats, these, these two guys, man. They have done so much for me uh, musically. Uh, on my journey to uh, finishing what it is that we started. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, the, 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 the creative process that, you know, we experience is unique. Uh, so I always like to know what people's thoughts are when it comes to that. Explain to us about that, man. Where, how does your creativity uh, 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 initiate? What, what initiates it? You know, and, 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 and sometimes, you know, I like this bit as well. Oh, you didn't see that, did you? A little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, we saw that now. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the, the herbicide always, always works. But, uh, you know. The ground, I, that's what I was told. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm it rooted comes in, the earth. Right, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm rooted in old school, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. When I first started out, I was fortunate enough to work with, the, I met Leon, Leon Ware, in yes. uh, south of France. And that's kind of where my journey was starting in terms of working with people. And then I worked with Lamont Dozier as mm -hmm. well. And I also got to work with Stevie on, but on a one-to-one -one basis, you know. So I kind of oh, learned yeah. from the masters right. directly, you know. When people like looking for samples and stuff, I'm like, man, let's just go to the source. I'll find it. I even had Jeff Lorber in the studio with me. David Frank from The System was the guy that I uh, uh, co-produced, co-wrote my third and fourth album. Weird. And then, you know, no imagine that, you got like a 23, 24 year old guy in LA and he's in, he's in the house of David Frank. And he's like, oh, let me I'm like, oh, Jeff Lover, Jeff Lover. And he goes, oh, just make a, make a phone call. Jeff Lover comes in the yard. I'm like, what, what is going on here? And then we went to his yard and he's got the Tower of Power, bro. Oh, in his studio. <laughs> Right, so you know, you know what I mean, I, and then, and then, you know, I'm working with Lamont Dozier, and I'm in his studio, and he's playing some old stuff he ain't never used. I'm like, what's this? He goes, ah, I never used it. I go, give it to me. Yeah. I'll do something with it, and I made a tune out of called Outside. You know what I mean? So I, I'm a kind of like man that likes to, I, I, you know, like I said, old school is the way to go because that's the stuff we've been listening to since way, way back when. We still listening to it now. 
So I don't, I don't find any harm in, you know, trying to keep that thing going. And bless you, Master G, about the, um, the tune with Leon. That's the, you know, uh, uh, Rocking You Eternally. That's the name of the mm -hmm. song. That my brother, right. He, I asked Leon for the master, master tapes. My brother took uh, the, 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 the strings, cut them up, put a beat on it. I wrote the song and then asked Leon to, to perform it. And then, bless, bless him, man, it was the last song he did before he passed. Right. You know what I mean? So this That's thing, soul, man. Yeah, this thing goes around in, in circles. But, yeah. you know, as long as I'm enjoying myself, you know, like I did when I was in my 20s, I got a fire in my belly and I'm jumping around and everything. As long as I'm doing that, then I'm going to be creating music. You know? that's, yeah. That's, that's how I look at it. That's I'm sure you guys I, are the same. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Wait, wait. So, say, say, say again. You, you working on any new music right I'm now? I'm working on my, my new album right now, album number nine. That's the thing that I've got going on. I've got 20 tunes, man. I need to like, cut them down a bit. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm sure I'm going to have something really for you boys. You understand? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah? Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. We need some. <laughs> listen, people need some party bangers right now. You know what I mean? They need something to, so they can forget about their troubles and, and all the worries and all that. Right. They just need to have a good time. You understand? Right. I'll bring the cowbell. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> More cowbell. Yeah. More cowbell. Well, you. <laughs> well, you know our foundation, man. That that's part of our foundation, man. Is to bring joy to people, man. Uh, sure. uh, we we work on that can, extensively. Can you give me a little bit of a history of of uh, yeah, the the tune, man. The uh, tune. Around yeah, the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the history of it, because obviously the B lines that was from. From she, yeah, uh, she. It was recreated. It was recreated right. from this from the from the hit "Good Time." So right. yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a sample. So a lot of people thought it was a sample. It was a, it was no. Sampled. I I can hear that's been played already. But it's been played right because you're a musician. Who, who initial? Who you know? Who initiated it? Sylvia Robinson. Okay, so the the, the long and short of it was, Sylvia saw uh, a guy named Starsky DJing. Mm. At, he he was DJing and rapping at a club called Harlem World in New York. She lived in New Jersey. She didn't really know much about it, but she didn't. She found out that it wasn't being done on record. She being uh, from a soul background, she had uh, the moments and she did the rim shots and oh, they had the moments. chess catalog. And so she did a lot of yeah. R&B stuff and a lot of yeah. doo-wop stuff. So she had right. the background and the studio set up. And that's why she had the vision when she asked whether or not it, had, it was being recorded to say that this needed to be on record. So that was the foundation. And because she lived in the, in, in the New Jersey area, in that northern New Jersey area, she, looked, she was looking for talent in that area. And so she uh -huh. was, somebody brought her the ideal to use the, the song, to, to, to do Good Times, because at that time, Good Times was the breakbeat of the summer. So that's right. what we were scratching oh, to. Right. So okay. what, because right. I started out as a DJ. One of the Mike DJ brought, brought it. Right. So, so it I was, was already DJ. it was already just a break beat. That's what it was done. Well, what dumb. we were doing, what we did, Omar, is we would mm -hmm. we would take we took two records, mm -hmm. and we only used right, right. That's we true. only used the beat, the baseline part when it went good times. Boom. That's why you would hear good times, uh, and then it'd go boom, okay. boom, boom, and then you would yeah, keep yeah. looping. Now it's called right. looping, but we used to call it cutting in. We kept right. cutting in the baseline. Okay. And the reason why we did that is because it was so open. You can rhyme on top of sure, it. It was yeah. a great breakbeat to yeah. rhyme on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why Ron, which is like uh, a diamond, uh, hence Ron suggested to do that. Now, initially, that's where it was going, and they were going to use the same MCs from the same little uh, DJ group. 
which okay. was a group that Mike was a part of that had 900 people. But instead, what they did was... <laughs> How many people have, G? 945. What, 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 what ended up happening is they found, like, a lonely little guy, me and one other dude, you know, it was just me and another guy. You know what I mean? The guy that they were going to use from the 900-man group, he turned them down. So that's how they went into this whole search. So they went and found Hank. While they were finding Hank, I ended up, you know, walking down the street, running into the audition, and then uh, uh, Mike came up later, and the whole situation. So that's, so they put, that's like they the put long... you to get They put you yeah. together. Yeah. Okay. Initially, right. initially, it was supposed to be one person. So initially, we thought it was going to be one person. We were all auditioning for one part. And she mm. didn't want to choose between the three of us. So she put the three of us together because she had already had success with threes before because okay. the moments was three people, et cetera, et cetera, and on and on. Right, three right. was her number. So she oh. put the three of us together. Wow. Fantastic. So, Beautiful. Thank and, you. And we had no clue. I mean, Mike, yeah, Mike, and I always give Mike the credit because he always had the vision. Mike knew the record was going to be big. Right. He said that. He said mm -hmm. it. The first right. time we heard it in the studio, right. he said, he said, man, this, this is going to be big. Right. I personally thought it was going to be you know, just locally, New York, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. But uh, it, I was wrong, and I'm glad I was. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Omar, I, I, I have to say this, man, because uh, living in the times that we live in right now, you know, she don't get the respect that, that she should get. Sylvia was very talented, man. And, uh -huh. and I think this is just me, my opinion. I think the only reason why she don't get the respect in the hip hop industry that she deserves, and I think mainly because she's a woman. Right. Okay. Yeah. Henry, I I I'll agree with you on that, but also too because of all the controversy that surrounded. Uh, yeah, that, with that, the, with, that with, That's mainly a lot of it. Because that, what happened? What that happened? Too. Too. Well, they just they just didn't they just didn't do they just didn't do what they were supposed to do to perpetuate the security of the people that created. The music, and that's the uh -huh. that's the best way I can put it. Oh, you did that! Hold on, hold on, see that? I like because that. That was very good. That was very good. You just so pretty into the twenty dollar whore. Because Omar, you you have you have to realize too that before Sugar Hill Gang, that there was no blueprint for making a a rap record. Right, right. You know what I mean? You were the blueprint. R&B was all pop or whatever. You know, it was no rap music out on the radio or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, history. What what? Let me and I'm going. I'm going out. I'm definitely getting out away from that because I need to run from that fast. What do you what do you do when you're not when you're not creating music, man? And and you're not you know uh, what do you if do, I man? Told I told you I would have to kill it. Uh, <laughs> <that's> it. Uh, <laughs> when I'm not doing music, man, I'm just trying to get away from music. I, you say you play golf. I've been trying to take that out as well. Um, I think so I do that when I get out there. Right? Yeah. Sure. I never played, so you'll have to teach me. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm looking after my kids, man. You know, I'm, they, they'll be 13. How next, many do you have? I remember. I got, I, the twins, yeah. Right. You saw, you saw them when they were there. They, they, were, at, they were in Berlin. They were in. They were, they yeah, were in yeah, Hamburg, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, to be thirteen next month, man. So you know, it's a full time job as it is. Anyone of them, you know, into music? Into music. Well, one is I put I like put a put a keyboard in her room and said, right, you're gonna learn this. No, I don't. I'm just you're gonna learn this because I'm 
the mother's a dance teacher, so they both oh, okay. learn dance as well. Okay. They both sing beautifully as well. But you know, it's oh, one wow. of them ones where I'm still trying to tease it out of them. Right. Because as soon as I ask them to sing something, they <laughs> But if they're like, if I'm like in the other room, they're, oh, oh no, they're singing full voice. Right, right. So it's trying to get them to do that. But man, you know, they're so smart at school, you know, uh, intellectually great, as well. That are, any way they want to go. I'm just there for them, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If, you live, if you put it in front of them and you leave it there and mm -hmm. just see what it is, if you ask it's them just, to do it, they don't want to do it. Right, right. If you yeah, put you know, it there, that, that, or if yeah. they wanted, like my kids would wander into the studio and right. I would start hearing music or hearing things going on. And when I come down, they would stop and look at me. Yeah. And I'd be like, don't stop, yeah. and I'd walk away. And, and But if, you, if you're not around, they do a lot of little mm -hmm. things like my son will come down and be like, "Hey, Dad, check this out," and I'm like, "All okay, right, right. right." But if I yeah. stay, if I yeah, say, yeah. "All right, here, let me give you these samples and let me give you," the yeah, oh, no, forget don't it. do that. Don't that's do that. that's exactly that's exactly. They want to do it on their own. Yeah, on by their own. Yeah, 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 on their own. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I do is I I, I train in Muay Thai. That's uh, the other oh, thing. Oh, really? So I, I, I'm 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 a lover, not a fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, I mean, right, the fitness. Right. The stage and stuff like that, but that's the other thing that keeps me okay. keeps, keeps me occupied. You know, keep the. But you know, Muay Thai is, is a very bro. Muay Thai is a very uh, 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 exclusive form of uh, martial arts, man. A lot yeah, of people man. don't understand yeah. the depth of Muay Thai, man. You yeah, know what I mean, uh, uh, I think it, 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 yeah, it's a definite, it's a definite skill set, uh, and it's a different skill set. And, and and it's also extremely intense, man. And it has <laughs> a lot. Yo, oh God, it has a lot to do with. And this, I'm just putting this out in case, you know, people really don't uh, don't hear Muay Thai a lot. You, you hear karate, right. uh, judo, right. uh, jiu-jitsu, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Uh, tai Chi, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But Muay Thai, Muay Thai, man, has a lot to do with with the direct hits to, you know, points of the body that have to do with the lower end and 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 Thanks. actually kind of taking Thanks. taking the exactly. bottom part of, of a person's uh, 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 existence out. I, I got I don't I'm I don't profess to know what I'm, what I'm you're doing. talking about. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I, I just got a little I got a little knowledge, you know. Right. Yeah, in, in sure. You, are, you of, look like you look like you work out, man. You did last time I saw you. You was, you was oh yeah. You was gonna go with Mr. Universe or something. You still doing that? No, no, oh, I still do that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No yeah. question now. Because it helps oh, yeah, with the. Right. I, I find it helps with the performance. You know, when I'm on stage, man, I give it 150 oh, percent. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You have, you have to, man. You have to stay yeah. in the gym without a doubt. Oh, you yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Keep on. Yeah, no, no, no. People, 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 people have to really understand. And, and yes, I, I still train. I. I train like uh, you know regularly five six days seven days a week sometimes uh especially now that we're not we're not working it's like i'm, I'm actually kind of conditioning myself for when we go back to work do you know what uh, let me tell you something i was just saying that i've always said to myself that well the way that i'm training i'm i'm training for something that's coming you know, you know what i mean right. you never right. know when that shit is going to be so you got to right. be prepared you got to be on top yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's the absolute you see the, the training is part of what you do for your fans you follow what i'm saying i yeah. personally think and this is my personal feeling if a person like for example knows that you know sugar hill gang's been around for decades right and this is going to be their person's first time ever seeing 
one Master G. Okay, Dan, I've been listening to Master G since I was little like you said, Omar. I've been listening to Master G since I was six, seven years. The first, with the first time they see me, they're gonna be like, "Damn, oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay." Money came correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Hey. You know what I mean? I want to make that I, my 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 whole motivation. Uh, a lot of my motivation for working out and training my body the way it is, and and, and the whole nine yards, is because. I want that person to have that experience visually as well as spiritually as well as orally. You know what I mean? I want them to see it, hear it, and feel it, and take that with them, man. Because that's what we're doing. We're creating yeah. memories for people. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Right. Yeah. No doubt about I, on the other hand, train my lungs. <laughs> yes. I want to make sure that my lungs expand and they go down. All right, so you, you breathe. You breathe. I'm, I'm with you, saying. Omar. I'm with you. I, no. I expand my lungs and I right. bring them back down. And, okay. And, and, what the, and, and this helps. I'm a superhero them, this way. And you expand them to do what? <laughs> because I'm expect. Don't shut up, G. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the oil. I use the oil. Okay, yeah, you with the oils. Yeah. Yeah, oh, is that man. on the body or with the smoking or with the? No, no, it, 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 helps, it helps with the muscles. It helps with the muscles. Okay. Muscle all right, no, all no. right. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now we could we could touch that. We're gonna touch that uh, lightly too because, you know, it, we all know, man, the, the the herbal side of the world has been a part of the world. But yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but here in America now, it's starting to be. Uh, like they think, uh, uh, you know, a revelation. Whereas in the rest of the world, the we herbal situation, this is yeah, the, the whole world knew that you know this oh, thing. Yeah. Was, it was a healer. It was it was it was a, it was it was a calmer. It, 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 you know, it was good for the eyes. I well, mean, on and on. This is the crazy thing now. It's quite it's quite legal now yeah. in the states, isn't it? Yeah. Right. A lot of the, the states there are made right. legal. It's still right. illegal here. You know what I mean? I think we need to catch up. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. In London, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you know that when you come. <laughs> Don't go wow. looking through the customs and. Oh. Yeah, what's up? What's up, officer? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's my passport over there. Wow. Not one of them ones, right? We're not ready for that shit there. But so wow. that's that's a revelation. So you need to go to. So you go to Amsterdam a lot then. Uh, no, no, I, I, I know my people. You know what I mean. I know why <laughs> I need to go and I know how to get and uh, and all of that. It's, um, you know, it's, it's legal there, right? In Amsterdam. Right? In Amsterdam, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I just heard, there's one time I went to uh, Amsterdam and uh, the person that was looking after us from the, the record label was like, oh, <clears throat> our Snoop Dogg was here and uh, Buster Rhymes and they go fucked up. I was going, what? Snoop Dogg, Buster Rhymes, give me the strongest weed. I was like, yeah, come on then. Took one puff of this thing and I couldn't get off the stool. I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> like for half an hour. <laughs> That's the last time I shut my big mouth off. Thank you, Omar. He enjoys this. It was one we were out on the terrace one night, expanding our lungs, and I start coughing. This freaking guy comes out and goes, "What'd you say? What'd you say?" And I'm coughing. I can't say this. And he keeps going. And you said what? I'm like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, really? Ah, ah, ah. Hey, look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't indulge. I don't, I don't, I don't judge, and but I don't indulge. Okay, okay. I, whatever, whatever person does, I feel like, especially that, it's, it's, I've never seen anybody do anything crazy on on herbal side. You follow what I'm saying? I've never okay. seen. Anything. Right, I've seen people right. do it on alcohol, crack, mm -hmm. this, that, but I've never seen anybody do anything off the of herbal side, so I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Mm. 
But to me, the fascination is the fascination to me of where your enjoyment comes from choking. Choking. It's like it's like the person to be like. That's part of the kick. Well, I mean, I'm And then I'll be like, I'll be like, hey man, that's good, huh? <laughs> and then hit it again. <laughs> you really so, so uh, good, yeah. Jim. Go. Yeah. I, I have a question for you. Um, sure. So, who have you uh, drawn your inspiration from? You know, if somebody that you always looked up to growing up or is it somebody now it's a that, connection you know, you know uh well, yeah. stevie was like uh, i was listening to him from when I was about six or seven and i had a connection with his album secret life of plants okay. uh, oh is, you know not not a lot of people know that album but i i just kind of love, love the sounds and right the production from that was something that uh black orchid brother there you go right somewhere else oh no everybody's trying to call me today Right. Marcus, I gotta call you back, mate. I'll call you back in about twenty. All right, right. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then my father. My father. Uh, when I was like writing songs and doing certain tunes, I had a. He just had a way of talking to me, uh, like a reggae man does. He just said, "You know, you have to, you have to play the tune." With it, with it. And somehow I could translate that. I didn't know how to put that into a production. You know what I mean? Right. So it was a course between him and Stevie, I would say that kind of with the basis of, of, of my songwriting for okay. a start, you know. Okay. What's, That's, your, uh, what's your axe, man? What do, what do, yeah, what what do you do with beside your voice? What's your axe? What do you play? Sorry, say it again. Do you play do you play? Do you play, do you play instrument? What instrument do you oh, no. play, Omar? What instrument? Oh, oh, I play bass, drums. And key and keyboards. My internet connection is unstable. Did you catch any of that? Yeah, we yeah. caught. Yeah. You, yes. You got yeah. it. All right. Okay. No, you all froze there. Yeah. We were uh, asking you what to play. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I I was um, brought up playing classical music. I was playing percussion. I, I was in a youth orchestra. I, I was a, the principal percussionist of the Kent Youth Orchestra. I played uh, tuba. I played cornet. I played. Uh, baritone euphonium wow. I was, you know I was, I was doing everything i was playing guitar and everything yeah. but now i just say i just say bass drums right and right right so what mostly by ear or you, you you learned it in school and you read music oh no i learned i learned to uh, i was taught well i mean i learned to play the bass by ear i was listening to people like level 42. okay yes well. no, the bass player uh, level 42 Mark King was, was incredible uh, was my go -to. oh my Whoa. yeah killer first so fast that you know what I mean. Oh, so we yeah, did a Mark show King with him in Belgium. He was crazy. Go ahead. Well. Sorry. Drums. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and then drums was that was kind of listening to people as well because uh, it was uh, on the funk and soul side as well. That's how I you know I taught myself to write songs in that that direction. Oh. But uh, yeah. And, and you play drums. I play drums. You play. Oh yeah. You play yeah, drums. Yeah. You play, do you yeah, play? Yeah. On a set, I mean, on on a on a gig. Yeah, we actually we actually we actually have a, a show where we actually do a live set. So, oh, uh, man. Uh, yeah. So I play the drums. Mike plays the bass. Diamond plays the percussions, keyboards, sings, etc. Wow. 
uh, hand plays keyboards and sings. Uh, and then we also had one of our, you know, one of our lovely brothers, Rob the Noise. He was our band leader. Yeah, he just man. passed away uh, recently. Uh, God rest his soul. But uh, yeah, we do a whole set, man, where we do, we call it, uh, you know, back in the day. And what it's all about is because we all come from band backgrounds, we recreate. I, right. I tell everybody we gonna go. We used to play in, in the basement. My friend's house, we would go to, you know, uh, I'd push my drums in a shopping cart <laughs> to my friend's house. And we'd set up in the basement. And, and we, you know, and during that time, it was, uh, you know, Ohio Players and, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire. Ohio and players. these were the songs that we were listening to. Mm-hmm. So these were the songs that we were playing. So what we do on stage is we create, we say, we're going back in the day and we're going to recreate being in my mom's basement and what we yeah. used to do. So, and we go into this whole series where we jam, like Frankie Beverly, yeah, Camp Mio, we play all these tunes, but wow. we do it live on stage. It's amazing, man. It's a oh, great, man. It's a great you, can, you, can, you can find some of it on YouTube. On you YouTube, I'm again. sure. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going straight to, straight to after this. Yeah, if you look up if for, you go um, to Singapore. Uh, that was a Sin- good one. Singapore. Yeah? Yeah, we did the we did the F Yeah, if you go to, Oh wow! You did it. Yeah. Right. Go to Sugar oh, Hill Grand Gang. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to Sugar. The Sugar Hill Gang, Gang Singapore F one. On uh, in Singapore, Formula One. Uh, uh, it's uh, two thousand eight. Yeah, eighteen nineteen. Yeah. Right, y'all. Yeah. 18, eighteen. Eighteen. It's funny you mentioned the Ohio players. That's uh, and, you know, uh, my song. Oh, There's nothing like this. Was influenced by the Ohio players because oh, I, I was okay. going to my dad's. I was going to my dad's record collection one day, and I had. Heaven must be like this. It must be like this. I was like, man, where the hell is this? You know, they they weren't playing on the radio and it's on TV. And I'm like, where? They need to play more tunes like this. So then I just went into the, you know, my writing mode and I kind of, I kind of, you know, stole the bass line. You know, the, uh, the sound. We all, it. hey man. You know what I mean? He just, he just, he just, he just gave us a little, he just gave us a little taste. Come on, give us a little, little bit. <laughs> Come on, give it, get 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 it, the rub that we like on feels divine. Uh-huh. And there's no, 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 no substitution for what we have. No others can have. There's nothing like this. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> I, I think, hey, oh, no, you froze. Hey, we can't talk <laughs> that. We gonna end it on that one right there. No doubt. Uh, all right. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Hey man, was, I got my instance. I'm about to go upstairs to get my wife after singing like that. Go on, bro. <laughs> Omar. <laughs> hey. Bless you, man. Hey, man. Thank you. Hey, listen, listen, yeah, listen, man, Omar. Man. On the strength, man. Yeah. On the strength. It's same way. You got. Nothing there? but all of our love and blessing, man. We wish you so much continued success. Um, we want to see you, man, Thank real you. soon. No doubt. You know, when the world gets back to normal, no I doubt. swear to you, man, we're going to be back over there. So please, no doubt. you know, we keep us in your that, mind and keep us in your heart. Together. We want to do that record. Let's get on that record. Go. Let's do it. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. It's such an honor and a pleasure to, to connect you, uh, no reconnect doubt. with you again you stay safe i'm blessing
No doubt. All right. Okay. Omar, Bless thank up. you, man. Have a good day. All, right. All the best. Thanks for listening to the Sugar Hill Gang podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Android users, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sugar Hill Gang podcast is produced by Raj Katecha and Vikash Mojaria on behalf of Creative Content Agency and Lothar Kamala on behalf of Daily Operation Agency. The show's artwork was created by Frank Art and Horizon Films and the theme music was created by Heavy Bliss. You can contact the show on Instagram at The Real Sugar Hill Gang or email Sugar Hill Gang Podcast at dailyoperation-agency.com. We'd love to hear from you. Peace and love, and we'll catch you on the next episode.